Hello everyone, and welcome to the show Crossroads Stories, and we are your hosts. I'm Demonic Freak. <laughs> and I'm Rosemary. And I'm Diarinks. And this is the show where we talk about everything roleplay and weird. Join us in our odd shenanigans as we explore various topics and VRP, but mostly voice roleplay. So, we got some news and updates for you guys today, like holy shit. And again, uh, technically this is where we're starting our next topic, so be ready for that. But we have some actual news for you guys today. Today, we actually have a special guest on our show. Say hello, Dyrinks. Hi, how's it going? So, Dyrinks is a artist, again, from and one of uh, our friends from the actual art I don't want to say fandom, to be honest, but the art community as well. And also quite notable as well. And as well in the... I am an anomaly. (laughs) (laughs) And you're also in the Creepypasta fandom, if I'm correct as well. Yeah, and also dabbling a little bit in Minecraft stuff. Exactly. And you are a damn good artist, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay. And one thing's for sure, um, if you guys want to follow Dyrinx, and I definitely suggest doing so, check out her work. We will be putting a link to her social medias in the description box below, of course, at the end of this episode. So It's a, a link tree link, too, so... Exactly, so be ready for that. Alright, so as for that, there is uh, nothing really new for us, but our topic for today is the roleplay know-how. So... We will be talking about various different topics that have to do with roleplay, such as uh, types of different roleplays as well as roleplay etiquette. So, kind of a bit of a sneak peek into today's episode. So, with all that being said, let's get right into today's episode. Alright, so, first of all, when we're talking about roleplaying and stuff, there's several different kinds of roleplays to consider as well when you're trying to dip your toes into the water, so to speak. I don't know if that's the right word for it. Yeah, I'd say that's a good God. analogy. <laughs> um, but it's also a matter of what do you want to do when you try this stuff. So there's a there's a few options, of course, whether... And, of course, people have different preferences, whether you want to try written, where you write everything down, and basically write a book back and forth with between two or more people. And then there's also the voice art, the voice role plays, which is what Aria and I do quite frequently as well. <laughs> and then of course, there's tabletop games as well, like D and D. And can't remember any others. Please, someone. <laughs> RPG games, like you know, RPG game, sprite games. <laughs> uh, yeah. there's also stuff like Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, there's that too. So yeah, there's quite a few different ones. And then, of course, just not so much as, like, a type, but more so, like, in general, you can either do it one-on-one with a person, or you can or you can do it with a group of people. There's Whether you do it on Minecraft, as an example, or do it in, a, in an entire group chat, although... But, Rose, <laughs> yeah? you forgot one thing. There's what? also a thing called Draw RP. Holy crap, that is a new one on me. <laughs> Basically what, well. basically, what you do is that, uh, well, I used to do this a while, like a while ago, uh, it's where basically you draw your characters and you kind of, like, interact in that way. But you can draw your characters, like, making a different motion. Think of it as, like, you're making a comic together, but you're erasing and changing the characters' movements, expressions, and stuff like that. And adding speech bubbles. Per reply. Oh, okay. I used to do that a lot years ago. Sorry, I just remember that just now. Honestly, it's perfect though because we we need more types. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there's actually two types. Of, now, if I remember correctly, there's actually two types of written uh, role plays. At least from what I've seen, there's scripted and then, like as an example of scripted, this one's a bit weird to me. I've never actually done this one, at least not in years, but. It's where you write uh, whatever character as like you put, you write whatever character you are and then you write out as if it's a script like they're going to act it out later where you it's write down what they say. Are you talking you're talking that sounds like a script. Yeah, I've seen like people like what you would do for a movie. 
Yeah, I, I've seen people roleplay like this. It is honestly the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. That sounds oh. a little boring for me. <laughs> honestly, I've done them all, sister. I've done them all. <laughs> and then, of course, the other written one, which is the, the novel version, which I know I've done with a few friends, <laughs> is, uh... I call it a novel because, honestly, with how long some of our responses can get, might as well be a few chapters long. <laughs> the, the type that I always go for, I can't do novels. I have to do paragraphs. And paragraphs are great, too. <laughs> but yeah, paragraphs don't do what I did. When Ari and I first started roleplaying, man, we did like at least ten or so paragraphs just for one response. So, here's yeah. the thing, though. If I may interject. Sometimes having a small response can add more to it. Sometimes less is more, as long as it's not a one-worded reply. And that's actually one thing we will be discussing later in on today's episode, <laughs> so stay tuned for that. <laughs> All right, Arya, what about voice role plays? Oh boy, goody goody. <laughs> and you know this is my field of expertise. <laughs> like me, I get I get cold feet quite quickly when that happens. Yes. <laughs> Some people, I mean, I know it's not for everybody, but like for the most part, I really 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 love voice RPs for good fucking reason. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, Go ham. I mean, to be honest, I mean, think about it. It's like when you get into that and you're able to create this atmosphere, this story behind mostly between either voice acting or just using your regular voice versus as well as ambiance in the background, sound effects, mm. and then you add in like the short responses back and forth. Yes, short responses, like sentences, because most of what you're doing is you're doing it through uh, actions, you're doing it through your voice and whatnot, and it just details the actual story further and further, and you get so into it. I mean, hell, there's been a few times where we've gotten so into it where there's actually been legit emotion, like uh, Clyde sounding extremely angry, or in this case, Mary Rose actually legitimately crying within the RP, and that's mm. kind of become to that point where we're both addicted now and I've kind of spoiled her for choice now. She has a tough time RPing with anybody else now. Mmm, <laughs> chef's kiss. I honestly have such a hard time roleplaying with other people, but also because I'm a shy motherfucker. I, I don't like... Honestly, I'm so scared to reach out to other people because because I'm so used to voice roleplay, I don't type a lot anymore, so I'm so scared that people are going to bump me with the people who do short responses. Oh, Might as well put me on that list because sometimes all I do is a couple sentences, and then sometimes I'll do a pair, like, do a fucking novel the next. Depends on what the other person does, how they act, etc, etc. I know one of my friends is notorious for doing novels, and it's ridiculous because I can't keep up with her whenever I RP with her. Who? So it's rare, Who? and I feel so inferior. <laughs> yeah, Which I is can. sad because years ago we used to be the same way. <laughs> I know, right? But now it's different because I can definitely spin a good tale with my own voice and it just makes it ten times better and better and better. Because, mm, mm -hmm. it's just, mm. <laughs> You know, insert Pacha meme here. <laughs> I almost wanted to dare say, why don't you spill us a snippet? Oh! <laughs> mm -hmm. Well then. Much obliged. <laughs> <laughs> Rose, Aria. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, in general example. As the tall man bows very softly in front of the young female and takes her hand very softly and bringing it up to his lips. Hello. What are you doing here today? Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? It's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How to fluster rose in ten seconds. <laughs> in ten seconds or less, you wanted to make it five. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> but yes, 
it can spin a pretty good beginning or tale very, very fast, very quickly. <laughs> and you don't need to write like a novel or anything. Like, I will admit I have done voice roleplay with someone, and I can vouch for that. How much fun it is and how much emotion can be put into it like the danger and how you can like i don't know like i don't know there's just something about it so i do agree it's very unique and actually to begin or to be honest i don't think anybody really started noticing or really actually doing that sort of thing until well to be honest for me personally now not saying that we revolutionized anything but for me personally i hadn't actually heard of anybody else doing this until me and Miri started doing this, and when people started joining our server, they were just like, huh, what's VRP? And then we basically had explained to them it's voice RP. And literally we started growing, uh, like gaining an audience <laughs> in the chats <laughs> as we were doing voice roleplay, and it was almost uh, like a movie night to them. <laughs> it's, you know, now you're hel actually helping chugging my memories. I've done multiple voice RPs with people who I was close with. It just didn't- I just never called it that. It was just kind of like the spar of the moment. Exactly. Well, now you got a name for it. It's VRP. <laughs> yeah. Or at least that's what we call it. Yeah. And also, that happens a lot on uh, VR chat. Exactly. So it's kind of like the same thing as VR chat, but minus the actual, you know, virtual chat. Yeah, it's just voice will play. Yep. Pretty much. Honestly, it's it's kind of interesting. It's like instead of like writing the paragraphs and stuff, you use sound and emotions to actually to actually tell the story instead. Exactly. You can use just plain emotion from yourself as you feel throughout the entire thing, and that's the beauty of it as well. Is that you don't know where this is going to go. You have a general idea and general consensus of where you want to take this but the events and what happens between the characters unravels as you go through the story. So you're essentially pleasantly surprised, but you know what you're going to do, but you don't know what your partner's going to do. And that's the beauty of it. Alright, yeah, so I was actually introduced to this idea, uh, especially with uh, Dungeons & Dragons. I'm not too familiar with the other tabletop games, but I'm sure people are going to call me out on those ones eventually. Like uh, but, Pathfinder and Starfinder? But living with some siblings that also are more story-driven than than fighting for the sake of fighting. It's kind of interesting because it kind of mixes both... It kind of mixes, like, obviously the tabletop, like, desktop-type game with, uh, with voice RP, actually. Hmm. In a weird way. Because you're still being... When you write the character sheet, or whether you whether you write it yourself or you roll for stats and things, you are being the character. You are voice acting as the character. You are behaving like the character. So in a way, it's actually very similar to voice RP because it's, of that. I do agree with that. Same. Like I just call it a tabletop one because yeah, there's more dice involved, which honestly I feel like should be in a lot more role plays because of our next discussion that we're going to be talking about here soon, which is role play etiquette. Because unfortunately, there's always going to be bad apples in every community. <laughs> oh boy, is there ever! Let me tell you. Also, it's kind of and the we same just thing. getting started. <laughs> exactly, and also it's kind of the same thing when you do group RPs as well because it kind of becomes hectic. Like, if you don't have a set rules or uh, goal Turns. in mind... Yeah, it, it goes absolutely fucking insane. Like, it's chaos. <laughs> and I have been had multiple cases where there was no turns, it would be chaos, people would get missed, uh, they would get ignored, and it's just terrible. It's why I strongly think turns has to be a thing. Plus, unless it's one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. And no god modding, because otherwise, literally, it's like, you're gonna start off in characters, and that's not okay. I mean, people don't like that. No, no, nobody likes that. It's like, it's it's why that the dice, the dice is a good thing. It helps, like, level the playing field. Rules and turns, that's one thing you gotta remember when you do group RPs, otherwise it just gets absolutely insane. And it's, oh. It gets ugly. Yeah. Oh god, I'm I'm a shy bitch. Like it, like there are times where I've had a lot of difficulty trying to speak up because everyone else was 
and it was in this ball of fire, basically. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so I example of a really bad group RP, so, and this is why Miri and I don't really participate in group RP so much anymore, is because of this. But a while ago when we first basically started up our server, The Pit, we actually had a group RP with a bunch of friends as well as a few patrons, and there were two patrons, I'm not going to name anybody, but I will oh talk boy. about what happened. But they basically solely focused on me and my character, Clyde, and basically tried to play hero and god modding. And one of them thought it would be a smart idea to fly up to his face and in front of him, even though he's wearing a damn metal mask, they should have been splattered against his mask. But nope, apparently she's strong enough to pry open the damn mask and get into his mouth and try and save the person. <laughs> but no, it's like this tiny flying Nico or whatever the fuck she was. It's like really? I believe it was a fairy or insect of some type. I don't know, but she should have oh. been a basically a squash insect on a car window. I know who you're talking about. Yep, you know exactly who I'm talking. About. Oh. <laughs> and not to mention that giant fucking flame tornado too. I mean, really, it's like, come on. Like, we're supposed to be playing in a world where, you know, we were supposed to be subtle with our powers. Yes. And also, the other thing that. that bothered me is, like, as soon as, like, the main character, one of the main characters come in, is like, oh, let's go kill that guy and provoke him, even though he ain't doing anything. No, I mean, he was like just munching on a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I mean, Bruh. And that's what we mean. It's like, I mean, you can have your own characters and, you know, do your own shit, but when it comes to, like, serious, like, when you're at that point of god modding, come on, that's not fun for anybody. And it just ruins no. the whole RP. I never got a chance to do any of that with you guys. No, and I'm thinking we will open up group RPs again, but with rules this time. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'm still gonna be very picky, but anyways. Give me a chance! <laughs> don't worry, there will I, be I a will, chance. don't worry. <laughs> like, I, I will probably I will probably open my doors for you, but probably no one else. <laughs> Just like, bruhs, sadly. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Anyways, let us talk about more roleplay etiquette. So we kind of touched base on god modding a little bit. Let's talk about the writing response word limits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> can we start with the one-worded replies? Yes, oh we can. <laughs> That's the elephant in the room. No pun intended. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> But for uh, real. <laughs> yes. When you work so hard on a response, you're really driving the story forward, and then someone just says, oh, cool. <laughs> or it's like like very much that one scene with SpongeBob where it literally just, the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And to be honest, I know for a fact this it ranges from person to person. I mean, it's like if some people are okay with one word responses, all right, I am whatever you do, you boo. And no tea, it. no shame here. Yeah, but it's like for real. It's like for someone like me and Miri and Dyer, it's like we don't really particularly enjoy that. At least to do like a one sentence. sentence, you know, that's fine. A sentence, like saying, uh, like portraying the reaction or something, because there's so much that you can do. What are they thinking? What are they, uh, you know, uh, do they have show kind of some kind of like body language? What? What? They can't just say, okay, that doesn't say anything. You can't see what they're doing. No, you're gonna betray mm. feelings. You're gonna betray <laughs> thoughts as well as do they have a physical tick like say if the person is like interrogating the other person and say this other character or whatever do they have a tell when they're lying like do they scratch their ear do they put their other foot behind their other leg you know stuff like that you got to portray that sort of detail in rps otherwise the other person is not going to know like i know we had talked about this like uh like like off recording, but I feel like I just had to say it. But it's like there are some people who share who share like their role plays on Tumblr, and it's like there are some that are like really amazing, like they're amazing to read. And then there's the odd one that you see them, you see the paragraph, and then you see the one word response underneath. It's like, man, 
Are you trying to share the story? Are you trying to call the person out? <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen those, but I will, I want to take a quick peek at those. My yeah, I actually have a family member that actually reads different role plays and stories on Tumblr all the time, and that was one of the ones she actually came across recently. <laughs> if she, Bruh. I'm hoping she will send it to me so I can show you guys. Bruh. Uh, there's another thing too. Um, that maybe we can lightly touch base on. Yeah. Go ahead. Role plays in fandoms. Oh Lord Almighty. <laughs> oh yes. That's another elephant in the room. Yes, and actually, if you want to go to that real quick, we can, because then that is a perfect segue into the next topic, which is gun modding. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Ah, yes, the Mary Sue of the seas. <laughs> or Jerry Sue. Oh, Lord. Jerry Sue, I love that. <laughs> yep. Or, you know, whatever the male counterpart is. Gary Stew or whatever. Stew. Yeah, Gary Stew, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like saying tomato, tomato, whatever. I mean, Jerry is honestly funnier <laughs> to me. Jerry, Jerry Sue, let's go! <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's like, I don't mind fandom OCs so much, but also at the same time, it can get a little bit of a slippery slope as well, because it is a fandom character, and you can't really, uh, publish <laughs> something like that, unless it's under the whole fair use thing, but that is also still a slippery slope as well. <laughs> and that gets Are you into pointing copyright. fingers at me? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm <po> kind <laughs> of slightly pointing fingers to somebody else that I kind of know who is not currently in the server, but you know what, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But remember, I do OCs. I do fan characters. One of them that I'm ogling over right the uh, Kinderman. Oh, I love Kinderman. He might as well be a damn OC by this point, though. <laughs> yeah, some people said some of, uh, some, including another character that I have called, uh, um, Artistry. Ooh. As well. Uh, should be their own character, but I'm like, nope! That's, uh, that's a kid of Splendor and, uh, Watcher, so that's just staying how it is. Yeet. Nobody knows who that is. Don't worry, you'll eventually figure it out. <laughs> yes. Again, like I said, if you go check it out her work, you'll see. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's kind of buried. Yeah. My biggest thing with God modding, though, is like when it comes to these, when when it comes to like this, mostly I've noticed this mostly happen in group RPs, but it's almost like all of the all the people who are out for blood in D and D just decided to hop into a group RP and just start killing everyone. <laughs> or because, you know they're. They're like little edgy kids that just don't know any better. Yeah, or you get those edgy people, and I say people because they can be old as fucking 30 or 40. Because I know I... two individuals, and you guys know who I'm referring to, but holy shit. <laughs> I hate it because I've also seen many other people who claim to be in their 20s or older also doing that. I'm like, why? I mean, it's like, come on. It's like, you should know by this point, I mean, granted, people develop in different ranges and whatnot like that, but it's like, come on, by this point, it's like, you should kind of know what is considered to be Gary Stew or, you know, Mary Stew versus, you know, something actually tangible and something that is relatable and concrete and feeling with a character versus something that just seems like a copy-paste or something that is literally just like, RAW! I'm all-powerful! Uh-huh! <laughs> but there's one thing I should probably point at you, uh, point at you for. Yes. What if they're new? Very true. Now that is another topic, is that, yes, if you're new, then yes, it, it's going to be very different and, you know, you learn over the years, which, again, can't really fault you for, but at the same time, it's like, you know, a little help goes a long way, you know. And the other thing too is like if it's like if you want to like compare like like I know this is gonna be kind of rude, but it's like it's like part of these god modding stuff too is like everyone's like comparing dick sizes really like who is the strongest? Oh <laughs> god, here strong. we go. <laughs> yeah, it's dick measuring contest all over again. My horse is bigger than your horse, son. <laughs> now get yep. on out of here. Like, honestly, like, story-driven people who do roleplay should not be, like, people who are out for blood and and just story, people who are out for a good story should not be mixed together. No. <laughs> just saying. 
Whew. Nah, I've seen what kind of hellfire happens. Yeah, no, I'm so alright. I just. Uh... I'm very particular with my people. <laughs> Mood, though. Oh. And not to sound seductive or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be pungent about that. Um, yeah, getting back on that topic though, where it's like if the if the person is new at role playing too, it's like I get it, okay? It's like the, you're the it's your first character you've ever made. Like that character is your baby, but 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 you gotta add flaws, my guy. <laughs> That makes means the character flavor. more interesting. Exactly. You gotta put some spice in that jerky. Like, I guess, uh, example, and I, again, people are gonna, like, hate me for this, but I keep putting or plugging in Clyde as an example because he is a good example. Yes, this he's is powerful. This stream, who cares? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> think about it, I mean, yes, he is powerful, but what makes it interesting is for the fact that, yes, he does have flaws. He has a temperament. He literally is an alcoholic. And why? Because he has PTSD. He's emotionally unstable because he lost someone he loved so long ago and she literally died in his arms. Imagine what that would do to you. You know, you think about that and you think about different things that have happened to a character in their backstories or what happened to them recently or whatever. You add it to the character. His physical scars, maybe like in, uh, at least with Clyde's, you know, backstory is every single thing that happens to him, good or bad, he tattoo or he tattoos to his right arm, and it stays there forever as a memory. And that's, I think, what the beauty is with character making is that you make that character, and it's a journey for not just the character, but for you as well. He, like, mate, it's like, you can't keep, just keep reusing, like, say, like, oh, their parents died when they were really young. <laughs> it's like, you gotta add some, like, scar, you gotta add some scars and trauma in there to, <laughs> to really make their... it believable. The best yeah. <laughs> way to try and go about it is to try and think realistically. Yep. How would you, the person, react? How would you feel if you went through it? Empathy goes a long, long way. And if if anyone out there is thinking, oh, I'll be fine, I'll still live my life normally, that <laughs> is a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> a lie. <laughs> like, imagine, like, if you lose somebody who's very important to you, like, example for me, I'd be depressed. I wouldn't move at all. I'd be basically bedridden or house-ridden, so to speak, keeping everything dark. I'd barely eat, barely drink, probably only drink alcohol, and eventually probably drink myself into a drunken stupor until I never wake up again. That's how that would probably go down. That turned dark, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little. Also, although, I do agree with that one, because uh, I think I would have gone down a similar route. Honestly, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, that's where, that's where it's like, I don't understand where people is like, oh, I'm, I'm rock hard, nothing can hurt me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, just wait true. until someone with a diamond pickaxe breaks you in half. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everybody reacts to trauma differently, or happy times, or even something depressing, or something not as favorable, you know? Everything is different. The winds of time change, as well as karma. Everything is different. Now, the polar opposite of that, where people make their characters too much of the other side. Oh lord. Those oh, lord. ones. Where the character should pretty much almost be dead. They're so sickly and so much issues with them. <laughs> and that they're like so hateful towards the world. You know, like the typical uh, 2012 Sonic recolor. Oh, good lord. On DA. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about those. I've been <laughs> so numb to DeviantArt. <laughs> Wait, I'm now confused. I'm I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Sonic freaking recolors with their edgy bangs. Oh, uh, yes, the edgy bangs. Yeah. I would say more to it, but that might be uh, a little too sensitive. 
Oh god, and the recolors too. Mm -hmm. I was in my little, all like all the My Little Pony recolors. Ah, good memories of <laughs> back in the I, day. I predominantly remember mostly Sonic OC recolors and how that was such an issue. But I digress. And there's another thing that people that we need doing to talk about with, because um, honestly, there's going to be a lot of tips for new people who are new to role playing as well here as well. But let's talk about scheduling. Now, this is mostly for tabletop our role plays, but it's something that's very important because well although for, for tabletop, it's like you find a day that you're all that you're all off, right? And then you mm -hmm. and then you schedule it so that you play for that day, right? Yep. Now for scheduling with other role plays, this can now this can get a little bit strange. It's a matter now the more so what I'm thinking ab about for role plays like this is and also kind of slowly testing the waters for barriers and boundaries is learning that is discovering whether you're actually burnt out of doing said RP. <laughs> Yeah, instead of someone like saying, yeah, I'll continue and never continuing and making excuses and stacking it one after the other until they finally say, yeah, I just didn't want to, after you waited months and reminded them every so often. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I have kind of done that sometimes, but it's mostly because for the fact that I've been busy most of the time, unfortunately. And I've dropped RPs, even with Miri. <laughs> but here's the thing. Do you actually say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, or do you keep... Yeah, tugging it along. I don't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, but, you really don't. <laughs> but that's You're normally the cue that... It. I know, I'm Ooh, sorry. But that's normally the cue that basically... Peeve. Yeah. <laughs> basically, but that's the cue that people are like, okay, this is dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never like that. Uh, that's a huge peeve for me. <laughs> but it's like, there's other things too where it's like... It's like you're doing trying to get a certain scenario across and then it's like... You know, someone is dragging on with their side of things. This, I mean, while well, you're forced to do one-word answers because you're waiting for something to happen, it's just like, bro, hurry up! It's like, yeah, come on, get the train rolling here. I think it's, it's probably like the only time that one-word responses are become a thing is when is should be a thing is when people are. Or, you know, you could just tell the person that you're getting bored. There's that as well. <laughs> yeah. Or let them know that you're trying to do this, but you're not doing- but you're not responding to that. <laughs> Is there such thing as overloading? Uh, it's to some degree sometimes, because I know I've gotten bugged before where I have been busy legitly. I got bugged so hard because somebody was just like, Hey, can we RP? Hey, can we RP? Hey, you didn't want to RP? Boy. Actually, legitimately had to block the person that was on DA. Good lord. Yeah, that's one of the things I fear of doing, but it's just because uh, I try to hold back as much as I can because if I'm really into it, I don't want to bug the person to not do it anymore. So I just kind of remind every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best you can do if you're really eager like I am. <laughs> to be honest, if I get really into an RP, I will... Like, Amiri knows this. <laughs> I really get so detailed to the point where I submit multiple answers sometimes, and they're long. <laughs> oh yeah, like, they get real long. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, I'm gonna look like a newbie to you guys. <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've gotten kind of rusty over the years because I've been doing voice RP for so long now. <laughs> oh, I have not lost my, you know, thing so far. If I can, usually my like, answers run short if I don't know what else to say or do. Or if I don't know the scenery very well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> of course, there's the other thing, too, where it's like when you're trying to write, like, you made actually a good point about writing long responses, too. Like, it gets to the point where you're writing a school essay where you don't know what to write. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna sound like, like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like you're bullshitting it half through. It's like, and then there is this, and then this, and then you know, and then... Uh. Also, there's another thing that I want to touch base on is who is the lead and who is the follow within the RP. And that is a certain thing. If you have a certain topic that you want to do or a certain theme quotations, mm -hmm. like, i.e. example, uh, 
medieval like uh, witch trial being sacrificed to a demon, which Miri, I want to do this as an RP. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally why you. <laughs> that's why I'm motion- That's why I'm plugging it in a little bit here. But no, what I mean by it is like if you're the lead, like most of the time I'm the one who leads in the RP. So I will set the stage, and what I mean by set the stage is, and you describe the place very well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your partner is not going to know what to do. And especially exactly. if they say, I look around, what do I see? You describe to them what they're seeing. Exactly. Basically, you're DMing. Exactly. And referencing it to another elephant in the room, you can't get mad at someone giving a short response if they don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. But boy, do I feel bad when that happens. Yeah, same thing. Oh, I know, I feel horrible. <laughs> I, like, I have to apologize, OOC. Like, I'm sorry this is short! <laughs> don't like, hate I, me! It's like, I'm so sorry, but I have literally no idea what my character would do. <laughs> That's just say you gotta... Like, communication is key. Yep. <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. And to, I know you kind of touched base on this a bit when people are like constantly poking you for responses. Let's talk about boundaries. Oh boy. <laughs> this is the major elephant in the room, I think, because everybody has different, um, you know, pet peeves. People have different turns offs who turn or whatever turns them on, you know, stuff like that. It, you know, one of those things where it's like you got to explain the boundaries before you go into an RP because you might do something that they don't like and they'll get turned off and either they'll ghost you or block you. Now, I would like to interject something real quick. Go ahead. I'm the type of person that that pretty much has no boundaries. If the person wants to do this, I follow along. I try it out. There is, however, a few things, reasonable things, where I would say no to. Which involves stuff that could actually be illegal! Yeah. Ah, yes. (laughs) And you know exactly what I'm hinting at. And the worst part, too, is like, I feel like in your case, because you do mostly fandom RPs, that means... That's yeah. where the most of it happens. Yeah, yeah. uh, sh- I don't even think I should say a few. I don't think I want to say any at all. Because it's almost every freaking fandom. Yeah, because, I mean, you get the, like, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, uh, when you are in a fandom and you do roleplay in a fandom, you do touch base with people who are younger or under the age of 18 who mm-hmm. do want to RP with some of these amazing artists. But then they want to make it romantic, and it's like, that is not okay. <laughs> no, I immediately put none of that stuff immediately. Exactly. Because that makes me hella uncomfortable because you could be lying about your age, and that will make me feel very turned off. Exactly. Oh god, and I had to deal with this in a, in a different community as well. I won't mention what, because there is a lot of backlash with this one, but I've had... I've had dudes give me straight up real creepy DMs just out of the blue because of it. You gotta tell me what it is later because I'm curious. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, you've put yourself in that rabbit hole, Sonny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and to be honest, I mean, it's like there's been a couple of times and specifically the one fandom that I'm kind of in, but I... I'm kind of on the fence, so to speak, because I like doing this sort of thing, but I'm not completely into the community because the community can be a little trashy sometimes. Oh, okay, I know sometimes. what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ter- um, talking about the furry fandom. <laughs> that's a whole different nope. animal. <laughs> oh god, that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> no. But other yeah. than that, it's like the other issue that I have is, like, you know how, you know, it's like people will just... Like, most girls will get generally turned off if someone just sends them a dick pic out of nowhere, right? (laughs) Yeah, of course! (laughs) So, what about unsolicited NSFW scene on a character that you specifically say is ace? That's where I say no. This is over. Sorry. This is is actually very relatable to a good- probably a good handful of my friends, so yes, let's talk about this. The problem that people have with other characters that are ace. Mm, Lord, I'm not 
So oh my god. If you have unsolicited uh, sexual um, interactions in RP or even just out of RP, to be honest, that's where you just say no. You tell them multiple times, no, you don't like this. And if they continue to solicit this sort of interaction, then you say, no, I'm going to block you or report you. And pretty much if they continue, then they've crossed the line. They're purposely trying to get that sort of uh, sexual gratification from you at that point. And that's where I would just draw the line and I block them, period. Yeah. God. God. <laughs> I don't. I've stopped doing that when. As I got up there with age, like I don't like it anymore. It's it just feels wrong. Honestly, yeah, because like, and oh god, like no tea, no shame to anyone who who doesn't mind like shipping care, like shipping their own OCs with multiple characters or doing like SFW stuff with said characters. But man, it makes me so uncomfy. <laughs> For me, it's just mainly doing the actual roleplay like that actually makes me feel very uncomfortable these days. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, and it's like, like, honestly, I wouldn't even say no at that point. I would just block the person immediately. I wouldn't even give them the time of day. <laughs> like, yeah. that seems a little too nice. <laughs> it's just like, uh, like, okay, here's the thing. Relationships, you know, being cute and cuddly and romantic is one thing, but going straight into the lemons is a Big no for me. Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be interaction and story before anything else happens where it, you know, gets straight <laughs> to, what, as you say, lemons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I just don't do lemons anymore, period. After my last RP partner? No. No. Done. Yeah, that's no. I mean, Honestly, <laughs> it's the same with you, dude. Like, I can only do that kind of RP with you just because we have been friends for so long and I trust you. That's completely I, understandable. I literally would never do this kind of RP with anyone else. I absolutely refuse. And I know people have been asking me to do this with some of my boys, like Kiss and Zool, despite them being ace. Whoa, whoa, they're ace. They should be respecting that. I haven't told them that they're ace, but they've been trying to push for an RP because they simp hardcore for them. And I was like, yeah, no, that drew a major line for me, boy. <laughs> also, Yikes. to be honest, speaking about that, it's like, I just found another topic that we should probably go on to as well. But first, let's talk about specifically the barriers part. What you need to do when you go into an RP, you need to clearly state what you dislike. In my case, I hate god modding. I mm -hmm. hate short responses, but mm -hmm. I will allow them if they are needed to some degree. And I really hate Mary Sue, Gary Sue, or fandom Jerry. characters. But specifically, if they are like some, uh, I don't know, uh, or some My Little Pony character, or Hero Academia character, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> Then it's just, it's not fun for me, at all. <laughs> what's, what the, what the, what's the excuse with me? With you it's different because it's, how do I explain this? It's more like you put your own spin to it to the point where it literally becomes your own thing. You know? So you don't like recolors basically is the actual answer uh, that you should be talking Recolors and, and I don't think recolors is a best way to say it because recolors is basically someone who takes a picture and recolors it. Reskinned I think what characters. you're I think the proper term is uh hashed out. Yes. Cop outs. Cop outs. Uh, bootlegs. There we go. Yes. Cop outs or bootlegs. I dislike those entirely. There we go. Sorry, I couldn't figure the word for a second there, but you meant bootlegs. Yes. It does bother me to some degree because it's like it's it feels very how to explain, not, I don't want to say, well, because it's not original at all, it, it, it isn't, but it's like, I know some people can turn it into its own original thing, but when you have so little put into the character, it's like, it's aggravating. I just, yeah. I just actually want to interject here, and I actually think I know a reason as to why Arya actually doesn't mind uh, Kinder so much. It's mm -hmm. probably because in the creepypasta fandom, it's not a show. Like there's still like the, you, there's still a lot of original content you can make from it because people like that's what the creepypasta fandom is. They are making multiple different stories 
and doing their own twists on it all the time. There's no like one thing like this is how it is, this is how it's supposed to be, that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. They're, like nothing's canon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Although I do no, follow Hyloverse to a T because I love the universe. <laughs> Thank you. I still got a lot of work to do with that, even though I've basically almost completely put that in the back burner, and it's only going through Kinder now. The uh, Ask blog that I have. Neat. <laughs> I think it also has a lot to do with, like, it's up to the reader's or the writer's interpretation, you know? And that's and what makes it much more interesting. Yeah. But here's the yep. other um, one that I wanted to talk about, is before we go on to moving to respecting people's boundaries, is this. Mm -hmm. When you have role plays and you basically essentially take another person's character and role play that person's character without them and don't tell them about it. Oh, I know oh. what you're talking about. I've had that happen to me before. It sucks. Oh, yeah. oh god, I actually had fear struck in my heart as I almost feel like that's actually happened to me. That's Sorry. happened to me twice, or at least a few times that, from what I can tell. And yeah, I'm not gonna name who again, me. but... Example. Where I had two friends that I really, really trusted, and I guess they didn't think that it was a big deal, or for the fact that it wasn't bad, quotations. And they basically oh. took one of my characters and and basically uh, RP'd as him in no. private role plays, and I don't know what they did, but all I know for sure is that they wound up making art of him behind my back and not even showing me with of my character, this other person or this other friend of mine. And I basically had to tell them why that was not okay and why I was not comfortable with that. At this point, they're just making bootleg of your character. Might as well. And that's not I know okay. They... God, I know, like, that one person actually did try and do the same thing with my goddess OC, actually, and I shut that down real quick. No. Like, don't ever do that again, like, because that is a, a persona, <laughs> not a character. God, you think that they would know that that's technically considered to be character theft or copyright infringement? Like, seriously? And not even just that, with a persona, it's like, you make the character based off yourself. Like, you, I, I use her mostly to dick around with. <laughs> She's not supposed to be a character for most things, although she has slowly become an OC now, but... Because I've been doing a lot of changes to her and adding flaws to her character and backstory, but... <laughs> same rule applies. Mate, don't do that without my permission, because <laughs> you're basically saying, oh, I can act... Oh, I... Like, as an example, like, oh... It's like, oh, how am I gonna explain this? Oh, I can be you. Oh, I'm you. You know, that sort of thing. Oh, God. <laughs> God, you definitely just brought back up a lot of bad memories for me. Sorry, bud. Ugh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, just in general, it's like, these are, you know, some really horrible things that we've been through. That it's like, you know, don't do this to someone. I mean, don't touch someone's intellectual property. I mean, you know it belongs to them, don't touch it. Period. And respect the artist or respect the person who has the character and is the one that made them. Like, for fucking real. Because <laughs> it's just... That goes into a whole nother thing that has to deal with copyright and stuff like that. And we're, this, that's going way off topic by this point. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, honest, for respecting people, go ahead. Like honestly, for respecting people's boundaries, it's like if they say no, fucking listen. For God's sakes. Exactly. Uh, and then the guilt tripping happens. Yeah, because then they're just God. like, oh, I just wanted to make some fan art for you, or oh, I thought this was a really cool thing to do. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, the only reason, like, fandom, like, RPs happen is because it is a published work that millions of people have seen and wrote fanfiction for it, where it's basically unstoppable at that point. Yeah. God, you made me think about the one thing I had on my DeviantArt this morning. Oh, when someone was trying to get uh, get me to do fan art for their not safe for work 
a story that hasn't even been out. Like, fan art is when somebody wants to do it because they're a fan of your work. They're asking for free commissions. Yep. Basically requesting free art from a person. It's like, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I just stared at it and blocked them. <laughs> just like, no, I'm sorry, but I also work and I do art as a hobby. I mean, to be honest, to be fair, some of these people are not bad people, but some of them just, you know, I mean, you know, they've just done some stupid shit, but it's like, at the same time, there are some literally trashy people, and yeah. a lot of them are just assholes, or, you know, in general, you know, wrapping up respecting people's boundaries, just respect people. I mean, they're a person there as well, behind that screen. They're basically the same as you. Just, you know? No, here's oh, the thing. I've also had people who respected my characters, but not me. And it was so blatant. I'm like, wow, screw you. Jesus Christ. Oh my god, I was thinking of another thing too, like, besides the unsolicited, um, like, NSFW roleplays. What about unsolicited, like, roleplays, like, script roleplays in the comment sections? Oh my god. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's oh happened to me gosh. so many times. Now, I feel like I'm calling myself out here, because I used to do this with people who were okay with this, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've like, all done years it at ago. one point. We've all done it before. I yeah. used to. Like, I... when I was, like, what, in my teens? I was also in my teens, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, freshman, <laughs> It's like when people comments. try to also roleplay under fan art that you make under yeah. what I had. Not uh, just today. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Don't worry, it's good. <laughs> it's just. But yeah, holy crap! I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just that like, was cringy. I was, just, I was sitting there staring at my phone with the half-lit bruh face on me. Like what? <laughs> oh my god. Like, why? Please! I just wanted to make cool fan art of a fandom that I'm in. I don't need this. And then there's like a million people who's like, when will you marry me? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! He just called so many people out! GG. <laughs> <laughs> so also much for being subtle. <laughs> to be honest, another, um, kind of going off of this a little bit as well, and I forgot to touch base on this, but also when you do, like, we're kind of segueing into uh, roleplay as a form of media, so to speak, and it's true because it is a kind of a form of story writing, and technically the two people who, or the, you know, two parties technically own the story, but mm -hmm. to some degree that is unless you're taking roleplay from someone else you've done with and you are moving it to a current roleplay with someone else. I.e. example. I did this one roleplay with my husband where it was uh, kind of an Egyptian roleplay where he was essentially a mummy <laughs> and was uh, basically brought to life, so to speak, in this crypt. I wound up actually taking that roleplay and kind of moving it to this other friend who was the one that I'm not going to say who, but sure Miriam knows who I'm talking about, but basically who simped really hard from a character uh, and would do RPs with this other person. <laughs> but yeah, I example that's the same roleplay that I had done before, but basically what I'm saying is that in that case, then you're taking a, or like a story you've already been working on by yourself or with a different partner and trying it out, so to speak, and giving that other person, say, like a taste of it. In that case, no, technically they don't own that part, or they don't own that story in that case. But if you're writing a fresh new RP with somebody else, like say uh, me and Dyer, say if we were to do a roleplay with each other that we just made up on the fly, technically both of us would have the rights for that story. See what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So yes. That is technically one other thing that I basically wanted to talk about, so to speak. And actually, that's kind of interesting because respecting people's boundaries and looking at roleplay as a form of media as well, too, it's like understanding, like, 
because at that point, like, if you're trying to make a story together, at that point, it's like if you want it published, you have. It's like it is a team or nothing at that point. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. But other than that, um, anything else you guys wanted to add to this topic? Yeah. Honestly, I got none other than. Don't be a shitty person. <laughs> Look, don't be a freaking jerk, okay? You gotta do your thing. Yeah, don't be an asshole. I mean, it's like... Respect people's boundaries and don't be a dipwit. Yeah, and respect people's property as well, because... I mean, I keep going back to this. Whenever somebody makes a character or a story, they're putting a part of themselves into that, and you don't want to step over that. Or, uh, you know take it all away and then do something yeah behind can. someone's back as well mm-hmm. and create some bootlegged fucking thing yep but either way i think that pretty much wraps up today's episode unless you guys want to add anything else huh? <laughs> honestly the only thing i really want to add is like honestly like role playing is fun but it's like man <laughs> respect people's boundaries for starters and also like I feel like such an asshole for saying you kind of need a little bit more experience in writing and stuff but uh no I don't think so like uh, like um if you can't uh, define the difference between I and I then I think you and I have a problem <laughs> mood though but uh, there's a lot of other things I would like to talk about, but that would extend to the next episode. Yes, which will be coming pretty soon here after we do a few more episodes of The Worm's Cage as an RP. But for the most part, as a kind of just a reminder in closing is that people make mistakes. I mean, when you do story writing, of course, everything is basically you stumble upon it and you do the thing and that you only learn by writing and doing the thing. But at the same time, it's like, don't hurt the other person or don't like hurt people as you're doing it. Respect people's property, respect the person, respect the story. Just in general, respect everything. If you don't have respect or you lack respect or compassion for the other person, then it's like, come the fuck on. There is also, actually, there is something else I would like to talk about. Yes. It's when someone enforces their ideas onto your story. Oh, good lord. Where they try to make, basically, what's the word I'm for? Let's say you have a villainous character, and he's supposed to be a villain, right? And suddenly you come along with your Mary Sue-looking character and try to basically pacify a villain that is supposed to be a villain. Oh my god. God, no. I, I just unloaded a whole can of worms right there. Oh, oh God, you sure did. It just oh, hit me. It I, just uh, hit me. God, that's happened true. to me, too, where people, like, purposely try to change your character so they're this good old doormat. Bingo! <laughs> bingo, 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 and how... Or makes them... Or force them to fall in love with your other character. It's like, no. Don't. Yeah, it's like, it's say like, no, that didn't happen, but then they'd be like, what if it happened anyway? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I actually want to talk about something on the flip side, too, after this, so... Let's, yeah, sorry. Let's keep going. I, thought, I thought that would be something I would like to also touch up on, because I have seen that as a problem. Oh, I God, and it is. Thank goodness. When someone tries to be extremely pushy and make the story one-sided and give the your partner little to no power with their own character and the story. Oh, and the other part too where it's like they get offended when you try and when you try and give them ideas that would make a better story because you're trying to make sure that your character stays in character. Mhm. God. If the person wants to keep their character a villain or doesn't want them to fall in love, don't try to force that. If it happens on accident, then it happens on accident. Yeah. Let things go. Let the chemistry go. I mean, it should be all interaction anyway. I mean, because mm -hmm. what you're trying to do is the whole point of roleplay is character interaction. And it's created a story thus from that. 
And not to mention the chemistry between the characters. If it works out, it works out. If it don't, it don't. No, it, it doesn't Don't bode force well. it. Exactly. It doesn't bode well forcing anything, because otherwise you just ruin that with the other person. Exactly. And it just makes them turn... It turns them off. 110%. Exactly. Basically, the best way to think about it is fuck around and find out. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I can't. I used to do that with Clyde, where he was more sultry with pretty much anybody. But I can't do that anymore because it's like I don't see him with anybody else anymore. And I understand that wholeheartedly. I used to be the same way with a character of mine, which I don't want to name. I think there's another issue too that I want to touch base on as well. It's like when someone else has. When, like, if, for example, like, for most, like, for RPs, like, you work, to de you work together to make the story happen, right? So, what happens when a roleplay is really one-sided? Where they practically control your characters, too? Yeah. I drop out by that point. Yeah, yeah like, something they, I should have done a few times when it where happened. Where they squash down any idea that you come up with. <laughs> Yeah, or like, you know, say it's a good idea and then turn around and fucking step on it. Good lord, hopefully I haven't done that to you, Miri. <laughs> no, not really. Like, you still let me do my own thing <laughs> for those stuff. <laughs> I know that some of my RP options are a little bit too um, depressing, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, real depressing, Mist. <laughs> cool. Although, it is something I do want to play around with eventually to get to get more, like, information on some of the stuff I create for my stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At the same time, no matter how much it makes you sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aw. I'll still do it somewhat. Because <laughs> it's for story, right? So. <laughs> yep. You got it. This is for character development. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry I'm hurting you, but this is for your own good. I'm molding you into a better person. <laughs> hold up, hold up. It's like this is for character development. I promise. Oh, oh my God! That's basically what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'll actually tell you guys about it like after the recording here. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> no, that was fine. That was honestly fine. <laughs> Good lord, I thought you'd be using more of them. No, I held back, because I didn't want to get annoying with that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do one. You do gotta do it tastefully. Do another one. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Give me a moment. Mm, that might get... You know what? Fuck it. You right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> there you go, there's another one. You'll have to wait for more. Yo yo <laughs> Alright, anybody got some final thoughts so far or no? Uh, final thoughts? Uh just work like role playing is very much so a team effort. It <laughs> no. is. You gotta work as a team. It can and... be something absolutely fucking beautiful if the person agree. Like, if you and the person have the same fucking mind link, bro. Yes. Like, holy The wave shit. brain waves. Like, I hate to toot my own horn, but the way how Rose and I, you know, RP is much like a duet or a dance. It's very, very beautiful. And that's how it should be, and that's when you know the real magic begins! Yep, and that's when you know you vibe with someone is that when you find that perfect person to roleplay with, oh my god, don't, you know, strangle no. it, holy shit, but... Hold it, hold it gentle like hamburger. Exactly. And <laughs> yes. you want to give it a hold lot of love. Hold gentle like hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give it lots of love. Lots and lots of love. Yes, Clyde, I know, you give your fucking little Rose all the lovin's and stuff. Yes, as well as a lot of the kinky shit as well. Okay! Don't need to know about that! <laughs> Rose, you know I'm a kinky son of a bitch. Oh my god. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Dire EXE has stopped working. Oh, I love that. That was great. <laughs> 
don't mind me as I die. <laughs> Honestly, the major thing I can really think of for those who are just starting out is like, it's like you know, it's like, it's like gain some experience, learn how to be, learn how to work as a team. Like, don't treat it like a school project where everyone pushes, pushes all the work to one person. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Also, don't be a dick. Yeah, just in general, don't be an ass, period. Nobody likes an ass. Except for me. I like some ass, but not a whole lot of Not that kind of ass. <laughs> 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 Nicely timed, mate. Oh, I, hats off to you. That was great. <laughs> I was right. tempted not to, because I don't want to abuse the board. No, <laughs> abuse the board. No, I'm not gonna abuse the board! Abuse the board! <laughs> oh my god. I, as professionals, have standards. <laughs> <laughs> what standards read? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that pretty much wraps it up, I think. Yep. So, shall, what shall we. What? Oh fuck, I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take it from here. So, as for our final thoughts, you know, of course, and as well as our socials. So, if you wish to follow us, I am on Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon. And for Twitter, I am at Ari Jaeger. YouTube and Patreon, I am Demonic Freak. If you wish to follow me or find me, and Miri, take it away. And I've, of course, you know that I am on Instagram, Twitter. I'm trying to come back to Tumblr, but I will not update on that yet, so don't look for me there yet. <laughs> and also Patreon. You can find me at rosemary underscore art, or unless if you're looking for my Patreon, it is just rosemary. Dyer, take it away. Uh, uh, fucking, hey, yes, hi. Um, you can find me on YouTube, though it's practically dead. You can find me on my DeviantArt, Tumblr, Instagram. Twitter, though I'm also kind of dead on there too. It's pretty much all the same, Dire Inks, except for, uh, let's see, Instagram and Twitter, which has a Z instead of S at the end of my name. And we will add your link tree in into the description box below. And once again, I will say this again, go and follow her. Holy crap, you're gonna love her stuff. Yeah, my Kinderman ass vlog is in that link tree as well. So if you're curious about his shit and his shenanigans, go there. Oh yeah, go and check him out because holy shit, I Sampard. <laughs> he is a rock star, gluttonous, uh, slender being. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a bit of a brain fart. <laughs> Don't worry, that's all good. Well, if that is all that we have for you guys today, we hope you enjoyed this episode and hope to see you all next time. And remember guys, a story is a winding road with many turns. You never know what the road will bring next.